everyone, and welcome to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. Here we are in episode 172, entitled Labo VR Reactions. My name is Steve, and I'm your host, but I am joined today by our regular podcast crew of uh, Barry. How's it, going? How's it going, Barry? Hey, Steve. It's going really well. Great to hear you. Uh, we had some little difficulties uh, before the podcast uh, started and everything and couldn't hear you. So it's, it's great to hear you. And uh, Greg, you still there? Can I hear you too? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, loud and clear. Awesome. And we also have our old friend, Hassan. How's it going, Hassan? It's going well. Cool. Glad to be back and I'm glad that everyone can hear each other. <laughs> Very, yes. very happy very about that. Uh, so thanks so much for uh, everybody joining us in the chat uh, now and later as well. Jakester has been in, hanging out in the chat with us uh, you know, in the pre-show as we're trying to figure out all of the, the technical issues and everything. But uh, I think we're good. I think we're ready to move forward. And uh, yeah, he's asking if I played Torna during my spare time. Uh, I was too busy downloading uh, Google Chrome on my computer and setting that up. Um, so I think at the equivalent uh, of my time in Torna, that would have been um, maybe half of one of the uh, the side quests at that point. So um, so uh, yeah. Go back to my my previous our previous podcast to get my thoughts on that. Uh, but uh, but yeah, throw your throw your thoughts and everything about uh, what we talk about here in this podcast in the chat. If you're watching live, if you're not watching live, you can always throw your comments down later after the fact. And if you are listening, um, thanks so much for listening and, and tuning in um, on your favorite podcast app. But do know that we do go live pretty much every other Monday night, and uh, you can check that out on our YouTube page. And if you are watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe and that bell. So you can be alerted every time we go live, every time we post a new video, and uh, every time um, we're active on YouTube. We'd love to, to have you join in the community. Um, also follow us on social media. Just search for at Nintendo Fuse, and you can find us. Um, again, we love to, to chat with you guys in the in the live show, so make sure you do throw in your comments about everything that we're talking about. We are going to be talking a lot about our Labo uh, VR reactions tonight, but there's a lot of other news. But before we jump into any of that, let's talk about what we've been playing lately, and uh, let's start us off. Uh, Hassan, how about you? Um, let's see, as I boot up my Switch and just double-check <laughs> what I've been playing recently. Um well, one, Labo VR, which we're going to be talking about. Um, I played a little bit of the NES Online um, games. I, which one did I even play? Um, we just tried a couple random ones, my wife and I, just to see what would be interesting. Um, I haven't really played too many, too much of those games. Um, and I've been playing some of the uh, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid uh, for Switch as well. Um, which is pretty cool. I'm enjoying it, but I, I really want more content. Uh, which I know there's going to be a free update that's going to add in more characters, and there's a season pass that I got, which will bring more characters also. So as time goes on, it should you know become more fully featured, uh, which I'm looking forward to, to playing more of that. Um, and then I played a little bit of Yoshi's Crafted World, although my wife has been playing uh, more of it, um, and it's pretty cool. Um, I, I like all the little costumes that you can get as well. Those are always fun to see what, what's available. So... Uh, yeah, like scanning the, uh, there's the yarn Yoshi amiibo you can scan and you get like a tiny little yarn Yoshi costume, which is, which is pretty fun. So, uh, little things like that is always neat, but, um, that's pretty much the majority of what I've been playing lately. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Greg, how about you? Just Yoshi's crafted world on my side. Um, 
I was really playing away at a number of the levels and starting to make some real progress. So I've been trying to 100% the levels as I go, and sometimes it requires a couple playthroughs just to get that done. So I think there's like five levels total that I've completely 100%ed, and there's still at least two or three that I've played that I didn't uh, complete yet. So and then I'm still trying to advance the story when I can, too. But it is really cool. My daughter really enjoys watching me play. She's like, Dad, do you want to play a Yoshi game? And I'm like, oh, definitely, of course. <laughs> so that's been a lot of fun as well. That's fun. Cool. How about you, Barry? Uh, I also have finally started Yoshi's Crafted World. I uh, beat the first world. I was going to do the 100% every level until I think it was the third level. And it was like the last enemy hit me. So I didn't have all the hearts. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep going. Uh but it is a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know when I'll finally complete it, but uh, time is, is not on my side. But it is a lot of fun, and I'm glad to at least be able to to uh, have some time with it. Uh, I've also done some Labo VR, uh, which we will be talking about later. And uh, that's actually it for the Switch. I'm still doing Dragalia Lost on the, the phone. Uh, still hammering away constantly every day. Uh, Pokemon Go, I just had like the community event uh, this past weekend, so I went out, uh, hung out with some friends, took a walk, that was really good, and uh, and still Final Fantasy fourteen on the PC when I get the chance, so uh, just no time, that was my slogan last time, and it's still my <laughs> slogan, no time. Jigster's calling you no time Barry. <laughs> yep. <laughs> got a new nickname there. Um, I have also, it's a, it's a theme, uh, so far we, we've all been playing a lot of Yoshi's Crafted World. Um, I can't remember how far I got into it, but it, it, I've been several levels in and so I think maybe three or four worlds in, um, and, and one of the things I realized is the worlds are, are fairly short. I mean, I'm moving on pretty quick to the next thing and you can always go back and I guess play them in reverse and, and collect all the, the pups, um, and all that stuff. But, um, but I feel like I'm moving pretty quick through the game. I don't know how long people have estimated how long it would take to beat the game, but I feel like at this level, at this, at this point, it wouldn't take very long, um, unless there's a lot of, of content, um, and it, and you're just moving through it at a quick pace. I mean, that could be the case. Um, but I'm really enjoying it. Um, and, and it looks so, so good. Like, I think that's one of the things that I noticed in the, in the trailers and everything ahead of time. And one of the reasons I really got the game, cause I've been kind of back and forth ever since like the first, um, super Mario world two, uh, game. I wasn't that thrilled about it mostly because of the crying baby Mario's. Um, but, uh, but since then I've kind of been back and forth about the Yoshi games and I decided to get this one because it looks so good. And, uh, and it's, it's cool that the, the gameplay really matches with the, 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 the look and, and feel of the game as well. So I've been really enjoying that. And I've also been playing uh, MLB 19, finally. And, um, yeah, I'm not pleased. Um, a lot oh, of the no. things that, that, that I th- was hoping that they would fix is still not fixed, um, especially my biggest pet peeve is that you cannot tell how high the ball is when it's coming in. And um, sometimes I'm swinging at stuff that's in the dirt, and I have no idea it's in the dirt till after it hits the dirt. Um, so, yeah, that's a pain in the butt. Uh, they did fix some of the pitching stuff, which is cool. Um, they added some commentary. They added more music. So it, it looks good. It feels good. But I'm, it's still a pain in the butt that you can't, 
you can't tell where the ball is height wise and and there's no indication of where you can pitch it as well so like in a lot of other games um like the show or like all the the other top you know baseball games you should be able to tell like where you're pitching it on the plate or where the ball is coming in at least a general idea and you have no idea um, where you're pitching it. So there's a lot of times I want, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to, I want the ball to like curve out to the outside, but that I, I try to do that with the analog stick and it still stays inside. And then all of a sudden the next guy, like the first pitch ever that I threw the guy hit a home run, like booted up the game for the very first time, tried to throw a curveball at him, knocks it out of the park. Like, all right, well that sucks. And, uh, I proceeded to get a lot of, uh, you know, um, end result was, it was a lot more of that. And then when I came up to bat, yeah, it was hard to tell <clears throat> where the ball was coming in. So yeah, unfortunately it's a lot of the same. They have improved a lot of the other features and the modes and everything, but, uh, but yeah, that, that one thing I, I would like to, to see change. Um, one of the weird things that, um, that Blake and I talked about in our game chat about MLB 18, they did fix was the, that, when you went to a home run derby, you had to watch the computer players play the whole, their entire round before you could go on. It wouldn't like just tell you how many home runs they got. You actually had to sit there in real time and watch them. Uh, so they did, they did, they did fix that um, in 19. <laughs> that was good. But, uh, but yeah, I'm unfortunately not enjoying it. Um, but enough of MLB 19 because this podcast, we're going to talk a lot about Labo VR um, because virtual reality has finally come to the Nintendo switch in the form of this little cardboard thing. Um, so yeah, um, I got the, uh, the, the starter set and the blaster um, box uh, because I didn't feel like spending $80 on a bunch of other stuff that I probably wasn't going to uh, mess with anyhow. Really, all the reviews and all the people that got it early were talking about how the, the great stuff about the blaster and just the general uh, VR stuff. So that's why I ended up getting. Um, how about the rest of you guys? Uh, Greg, which one did you get? I got the same one as you. Um, when I got it, that was the only one available. So that was, right. I didn't really have much of a choice, and but that was the one that I wanted anyway. So. I didn't really see myself playing with like the artistic elephant mode and like the flying game and stuff. So blaster was fine enough for me. Cool. Cool. Hassan, how about you? Uh, I got the full kit. Um, I, some of the stuff I wasn't, you know, as interested in, but I, I did like the whole, the camera thing, which is the one I built the VR goggles and the camera. Um, but I also wanted to try the, like I had heard people talk about the, like the wind pedal thing mm. saying that that actually was kind of cool. Just, it's a really weird concept, but it worked well. So I was like, all right, let me, you know, I'll try that stuff out. Um, so I haven't built those yet, but, uh, but I went for the, the full kit. Cool. Cool. Barry, I'm assuming you got the full one. I did get the full one. Uh, for me, the most exciting one that I really want to try and I, I haven't yet, but it's the bird. Um, that's one of my favorite PSVR games, Eagle flight, just because it allows you to feel like you're really flying. And this, you know, seems like it's going to reproduce that kind of sensation. Uh, I don't know, truly the degree comparison, but it's one I was like, all right, I'm going to give this a try. Nice. I just want to, can, can you have your wife v- film you 
while you're playing it because I just I just want to see you like this. <laughs> I, I probably could once it's built. Uh, we were gonna build it, but it was I think it's like 120 minutes or something. We're like we just don't have the time right now. You don't have yeah. time. What? No time. <laughs> stop playing Xenoblade Two and gotta build these things here. That's right. I'm <laughs> priorities. I'm, I'm done with Xenoblade Two already. I, I don't know. Three hundred and fifty hours in that. What's Steve's excuse? <laughs> you played enough for the both of us. <laughs> That's what it is. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's talk about our, our first impressions there. We haven't had it for a long time. It came out on Friday, right? Like, if I remember correctly, uh, it yeah. came out on Friday. So, really had the weekend to play around with it and build some stuff. I built a, a, another Wii uh, Joy-Con, or not Wii. Yeah, you could probably stick your Wii remote. Um, a Joy-Con holder. I don't know why. And I really think it's dumb that we had, can't skip through that. Um, but I had to make another one. Um, and I figured why not make it while I'm watching the video, um, to, to make it. But, uh, yeah, then we got into the actual, um, the actual kit itself, uh, to, to Barry's, I'm, I'm assuming excitement. There was a way to, uh, prevent the, the switch from going sliding out in the side. I had this little thing. I, I, I made this and I was like, shoot, I'm done. Yeah. And there was like, Oh, there's another step. What's this all about? And I'm like, Oh, that's to make Barry happy. So he doesn't have to go buying three or four switches a week um, and the rest of us as well. And then they have these little, you know, the, the foam pieces in there to keep it from moving around. And, and it actually works pretty well um, in terms of like keeping it in there. That's one of the things that I have a, a generic plastic um, Google Cardboard thing for my phone. And one of the things that I hate about it, it doesn't keep the phones uh like steady enough it's it's up sliding out of view sometimes if you're moving around enough and this as simple as it is those little foam pieces and and uh and that that cover just keeps it right where it needs to be so um let's just let's just go around the horn and, and talk about our first impressions of ivo vr so uh greg how about have you other than the build, building in have that has that been pretty much your only experience so far or did you have any any other experience with it I only had time to build. I was about to like try to actually use like the goggles, and then I was like, "Oh shoot, I have to be somewhere," and I like powered off like right away. So, um, yeah, I just was able to assemble the goggles. It took I don't know 45, 50 minutes, and I built my first uh, holder. So, that point of that is to practice to make sure that you know how to pull the cardboard out of the stencil thing, and then you're able to fold it properly and all that stuff. So, nice. I know. It, did you, did you already have, have Labo before? <laughs> no, this is my first Labo. Okay, so so from your first experience with Labo, what do you think so far? I thought it was pretty good to have, make sure to definitely have a practice thing because you obviously don't want to be messing up the main thing. But I was able to follow along pretty easily. I was just kind of like holding forward through it, and then some parts was like, oh, I kind of see where this is going. And then I was I could like jump ahead a little bit as I was like just kind of fast-forwarding through it. It was like, oh, repeat, like bending parts one, two, three, four, five, like – it was like a lot of like steps that didn't seem like you had to separate them out as much, but yeah, I don't know. I could kind of see where some of the folds were going and then I was already anticipating it and it turned out just right. So yeah, I had, I had not spent much time with Labo since the first set that I got and I built like a couple things and then it's still in the box in the other room and I haven't touched it yet. Um, but I'd forgotten that you could like slide to make it go fast forward. So that was, that was a huge thing when it reminded me about that. I was like, Oh yeah, that's a time saver. <laughs> so at that point, yeah, a lot of times you get the hang of it and you're like, why do you have to tell me about every little fold? I, I get it. I get it. There's four of these. I need to do it to all of them. And 
yeah, you don't have to walk me through everything, but, but, uh, well, yeah, it, I understand it's be precise, but one thing, I don't know if you've noticed it in the first kits, but I did kind of like the people that wrote the, some of the text for this. I thought it was kind of humorous. <laughs> it was like, yeah. stick like the bendy outy things. And <laughs> it was like, it's like, quit. like who wrote this? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty so great. I did definitely have a little bit of a laugh with some of the language that they used for like making sure everything was in like secure and everything. So that's cool. Hudson, how about you? What's uh, what's your first impressions been like? So um, I'll preface it by saying so I have the PlayStation VR um, and I have the Oculus Go headset, um, and I also have like a little Google cardboard esque thing for my phone. Um, that uh, that pentatonics gave me long story but um the uh the phone thing sucked um and i was kind of expecting this to be similar to that i playstation vr obviously you know it's a headset on its own and you know much more powerful system it's connected to um really great quality stuff but the thing with that is after a while like it makes me sick um the oculus go is more portable smaller uh not as good quality but um i find that one to be the most easy on on my on my body i guess but like um there isn't as much interesting stuff to do with it so i kind of had mixed impressions of this and i didn't really know what to expect from labo vr um because i thought you know the resolution wouldn't be so great or whatever and plus you got to hold it to your head but i gotta say i am actually pretty impressed by it like i'm actually i came away with it pretty satisfied um, and actually very excited to try out more stuff with it and build the rest of the kit. Um, the quality is not, you know, PSVR quality, of course, you know, as expected. Um, but it didn't make me sick at all. It's, um, and, you know, I, I kind of like, in a way, I guess Nintendo seemed to have designed it around the fact that these are smaller bite-sized experiences because you are holding it up to your head. So you're not constantly you know there for like an hour at a time your arms are going to get tired so i thought they you know did a good job in designing it in that way but um yeah i thought it actually like you put it on and i felt immersed in it and um it, it was actually much better than i was expecting so uh, i was actually very satisfied with it yeah cool cool barry before you get into your your thoughts uh, and you may have addressed this as well but but hassan brought up a good point and i, I just wanted to hit it real quick did you have you gotten sick at all barry um so for me i do get motion sickness from psvr um and i can i can do it for like short stints so i did not really you know it seems like this is more useful for the games designed around it. What I mean by that is because it doesn't have a head strap, you know, you had the blaster, you're holding it up to your head and just the, the goggles itself, holding it up. Like I played a couple of the little mini games where you have to like control a little robot and jump up platforms. And, and because I had to have one hand on the joy con and I'm doing it and I'm trying to like look around. Um, I did get a little bit of motion sickness just because I had to like, where is he now? Oh, he's down. And now I got to jump up on this platform. Okay. And, and I'm trying to do that all one handed. And I, you know, it's, it's kind of frustrating to try to play a 3d thing with the one hand where, you know, the, I was using the right joy con. So my, my buttons were below my finger and it was just really weird. Um, so I, uh, 
I wound up do, getting a little motion sick, but it was a lot better than I thought it was. Yeah. Like I expected it to be pretty terrible and it was a lot better than I thought it would be. That's cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Before great. you, before you jump into the other stuff that like, I, I just wanted to hit that cause I also was expecting to get motion sickness and I didn't at all. And I played it for about an hour solid and usually about like five, 10 minutes into the other VR, I am about ready to puke. Um, but I did not experience it. And to hear that Hudson didn't get sick, I didn't get sick and you got sick a lot less than you normally do. That's interesting to me and and not what I was expecting at all. But I think uh, yeah, I, think I would get less sick on using the actual, like where I'm not holding it or I'm holding it, but I'm like doing something else like the bird or the blaster. I think that will feel a lot better for me than trying to like do two, like, you know, cause, cause like looking up there, it's like looking up and down and, and really all I'm doing is I'm not, I don't feel like I'm really there. I feel like I'm the camera and it's a lot different when you feel like you're the camera versus like the blaster where you are that person, you are the one shooting it. Um, I think there's a difference between the first person VR and the third person VR. That's a good point. Yeah, so, I do think that, that matters, uh, the experiences that you do, because I think, like you're saying, Barry, like, if the games are designed around that, then it's better versus in the VR. Like, if you if your character moves a certain way that you're not expecting or your body doesn't expect, mm-hmm. it just throws you off, and then you're just, you know, you mm-hmm. really, that sickness kind of hits you. So I think, at least so far, in the limited stuff mm-hmm. I've tried with it, they've seemed to design their games around that. Mm-hmm. Maybe because the camera's more fixed or something, yeah. Yeah. that makes sense so yeah barry you can keep on going i just wanted to yeah that was just a common, a common theme that was popping up i was like oh we gotta talk about this because this is interesting yeah no no i get that um well, like one of the mistakes i did is I, I went into one of the um like there's that help section where like you have the three characters talking and it's like a text message and i did the first one of that in vr where it was kind of like i was looking at a giant tv screen but i was like in vr and it was just like that kind of made me because I'm looking down, watching the text and looking. And I was just like, like that started to make me motion sick just because it was like simulating looking at a TV up and down, up and down. And then I put it into the dock and I was like, oh, I can just watch these on the TV. There's no reason to do this in VR at all. It's not even a 3D effect. Like the, it looks like a 3D TV effect, but the, the words don't pop out or anything. So I'm like, OK. Um, the one thing I did notice, though, um, about this and I advise this to everybody else because I usually keep my switch docked and it's in a TV stand. So when I pulled it out, you know, and I started doing it, my screen protector had some dust and stuff on it from sitting in the TV stand. So the first time I went to VR, I'm like, whoa, I need to clean my screen because you see these little <laughs> particles of dust and they're like right in your face. So if you, if you keep your switch docked, uh, odds are you're going to have some dust get in there. Uh, so clean your screen before you try this. That's that's a really good point. Yeah, I noticed mine. I didn't have a screen protector on it, but it was a little dusty. And at first I was like, well, that's really annoying. Like I just I just pulled the sticker off the thing. Why is it already dusty? It was like, oh, I bet that's my screen. <laughs> like I, I need to clean my switch <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah. So Barry, were you uh, just in, in general, were you, were you pleased or, or is this kind of still something that's really lacking? You think? Uh, no, I, I was pleased, uh, whether or not, you know, I'm, I'm kind of scared about breath of the wild. Uh, and the reason I say I'm kind of scared about breath of the wild is I only played breath of the wild a little bit on portable and it, it did actually trigger vertigo for me. Um, just looking around in the smaller, smaller screen, but I could play it perfectly fine on the TV. 
So I don't know, combining, I already get a little motion from that on top of throwing it into the 3D VR, uh, how it's going to be. I'm going to try it. But I also can't imagine playing, you know, Breath of the Wild, holding your hands up like this with the two Joy-Cons. And I played the whole thing with the Pro Controller as well, which is going to throw me off. But I think this is a good start. I think there are some things that will alleviate this. Uh, one of them we're probably going to be talking about in a little bit. But if there is such a thing as a Switch Pro, um, that will definitely help. Uh, one of the reasons I upgraded to the PS4 Pro is for the VR. And that did actually help because it was a higher refresh rate. Um, so I think it's a great start. I think it's a unique take. It's definitely Nintendo's take on VR. That's what I have to say. And whether or not they continue developing VR updates or VR programs, uh, I guess time will tell. Cool. Yeah, just uh, kind of first impressions for me, really, uh, is very similar to you guys. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. I, I really went in uh, with low expectations. And I'm pretty sure on a, on a former podcast, I had stated that I was not planning on getting it. Um, I had no intention on getting it at all. And uh, and then I watched some, some others on YouTube that got some early experience with it. And the next thing I know, I'm going, hmm, well... I maybe actually can get this. And then they announced that uh, Mario Odyssey and Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild was going to be updated with it. And I was like, all right, all right. I'll, I'll. And then finally, I like at that point, I looked into the, the basic, the starter kit. And because uh, in, in the in, at the beginning, I actually I was like, there's no way I'm, I'm not going to pay 80, 90 dollars for this um, just because I wasn't that excited. And I kind of forgotten that there was going to be a basic kit. Um, but then with all the review, early reviews and all this stuff, then it sent me back to going, Oh, what about that other one? And I was like, 40 bucks. I can do that. I, I can check it out for 40 bucks. And, and I was, I think really surprised at how much content is in there at just the starter kit, uh, size. Like you can get all the, the extra stuff on there, um, within the, the garage and, and everything else. And, um, from what I've heard from, from other early reviews is that the blaster games is actually the possibly the best one of them all anyhow and so it's like yeah for, for 40 bucks I'll, I'll go ahead and give it a shot and i get the benefit of eventually trying out mario odyssey and, and zelda breath of the wild um in vr who knows how that's going to work i'm i still have a lot of questions especially about zelda um that seems like it's going to be cool for about five minutes and then get annoying um but we'll see how it goes um yeah, but yeah pleasant pleasantly surprised Hudson, what do you what do you think about uh especially the the Mario Odyssey and, and Zelda uh, news around VR. Yeah, kind of similar thoughts. And I was one where like the Labo VR kit was one. I was like, I mean, it's kind of interesting, but I was skeptical and I was like, I'll wait, wait it out. Cause I got the other three Labo kits. I built the first two. Um, and then I got the third one, the vehicle kit um, uh, as a gift, but I hadn't got a chance to do that yet. So I was like, all right, I'll get to it at some point, And then maybe I'll check out the VR kit after impressions are out. And then they announced the Mario and Zelda thing. And the second after I finished watching that, I was like, all right, uh, Best Buy, <laughs> pre-order, ship to house. We're good. Okay. Because, um, you know, it's Breath of the Wild in VR. Like, of course, you know. But that being said, I am also skeptical of that because of it seemed like you just go into the settings and turn on VR mode and then the entire game is in VR, maybe? Question yeah. mark. Um, so... I don't know how that's going to work because as Barry was saying, like, how are you going to comfortably hold that? Cause you can't do the one handed thing for Breath of the wild that just doesn't work. So you're just going to 
control like this. Like they just, I don't know. Right. I, I'm really skeptical about it, but I'm definitely looking forward to trying it out. Um, the Odyssey VR thing I think makes a lot more sense because it's designed around VR. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I also can't see Nintendo throwing in something into the, what they're probably one of the biggest, right? Switch games, one of their biggest franchises really. And just making it like a mode that just completely sucks. And everybody's going to throw up every time they play. Like, you know, like (laughs) they, I don't think they would really do that. I would hope. I mean, they surprised us all with this VR kit in general. So, um, I don't know. I'm cautiously optimistic. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Very, uh, yeah. What, what do you think? I mean, other than, you know, maybe playing, you know breath of the wild like this the whole time or somehow figuring out how to grow a third arm i don't know um how do you think this is gonna work i just so i just got this image of people like in a in a at a train or something and just sitting there like with the lab vr bunch <laughs> a bunch of people on a plane just like everybody's exactly. like up everywhere <laughs> oh my god hey, you had another podcast we're talking about puke going everywhere yes yeah, so yes you are um <clears throat> honestly like for me it almost feels like Breath of the Wild VR is going to be more like playing Breath of the Wild with the 3D slider up on the 3DS. And I almost feel like it's going to have that. It's going to add like that real 3D depth of vision and and stuff like that. I don't know if you'll be able to like look up and look down, but it's going to be one of those things where, again, you would be the camera if that was the case. Um, and again, I don't know if they're actually going to let you be the, like, so if you look up, oh, look, I'm looking, like, looking straight up and like looking straight down, or if it's going to be no matter which way you turn, it's going to be the same thing. And in reality, it's just a, a 3DS type 3D slider glasses free. Um, that's what I think it's going to be, which will still be cool, but I think it's going to be the same thing like playing Ocarina of Time 3D on your 3DS where it's like you turn on the 3D and like, oh, this is cool walking around Kakariko Village. And by the time you get to the Deku tree, you've turned that slider down and you're just playing it normally. Um, so I can't see it being a longevity thing for most people. I say most because I'm sure there's going to be that one person doing a speed run, only VR version speed runs. And I'm sure that's going to be a whole new category. As for Mario, uh, like you said, it seems like it's more designed for VR, and I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to messing around with those new challenges. I, ha- I haven't gone back to Odyssey since I finished it, so it'll be it'll be interesting to go back and see what new things they've added. But again, I don't know about the controls. Like, is this going to be like Virtual Boy 2.0 with the sense of you have to get like the the stand and set up the VR and then like you know, lean forward and play with a pro controller in your hand or something like, like I can see that, but I can't see that being comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It did remind me of that, like after you get the, that platformer game that you can play around with, uh, in Labo VR. And it seemed yeah, like that's what that I was doing. Be very similar to that sort of thing where it's, uh, this 3d look into Mario, but it just kind of levels built around that. And I was watching the trailer just before the podcast again. And that kind of seems like the idea now that I've actually tried it, that makes a lot more sense because when I first saw it, I was like, I don't get it. Um, but now, now experiencing that a little bit. But I, did I, you try any of those? Because like, that's what I was talking about with the one, the one joy con. And it was like really weird. Like it was like jump on all these platforms and like you had to look up and down to find all the platforms as you yeah. jumped. And yeah. Like, I liked, I liked the, 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 the general platforming one where you move from like one section to the next, when you try to get from one uh, to the next door and then it moved you on the next one, avoiding the balls. It was like kind of like a, in a way kind of like donkey Kong. Um, I liked that more than I liked the the jumping on the platforms because the even the 
I didn't feel like it lined up properly sometimes. Yeah. I felt like I should have been under it, but like even much in the shadows, but it wasn't a direct down shadow. The shadow was being cast because the light was off center. And I was like, okay, where I need to be and everything. So um, yeah, I, I prefer more of the general platform, like Donkey Kong thing than the, than the other jumping platform thing. But um, uh, Greg, uh, you know, I, I know you haven't played it yet, but uh, what do you, what do you think about um, Labo or about VR coming to Mario Odyssey and, and Breath of the Wild? Did that convince you at all to get it or, uh, or were you planning on getting it anyhow? It actually did convince me to get it because then it kind of shows that this is going to be a further integration to other games. So like if they're to be even doing other games like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe or something else, and that would be really incredible to have the goggles and everything. So when as soon as they were saying, okay, it's going to be in Zelda, that kind of pushed me more towards the, it's like, oh, is this going to be worth it? And then, yes, it is. I'm actually end up getting it now. So that one did push me over the edge. I did hear some positive reviews of it initially. So it, that also kind of helped, but just here, that was like the icing on the cake was like, oh, it's going to be supported in Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey. And I'm like, okay, boom, sold. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you bring up Mario Kart. I mean, how cool would that be? Like for, for us and who has all the kits and built on everything, you have the, the steering wheel, the pedals, the VR, if you somehow strap it to your head and all of a sudden you're playing Mario Kart that way. Um, I mean, that, that could be cool, I guess, if it's, if it's really high quality. Um, but I wonder if they're eventually going to get, to, to bring VR into other games like they have for, for Odyssey and, and Breath of the Wild. Um, knowing very, Nintendo, I was going to say, knowing Nintendo, they would allow you to do that, but they would make it like Flintstones cart where you have to use the, the, the pedal that comes with the VR that does the fan effect. Like you're really like running your foot <laughs> just yeah. to move. I need like VR shells and bananas. Yes. Like or Labo, Labo uh, shells and bananas. Yes. I mean, That'd be great. Uh, so, Barry, were you were you a little surprised to see that that uh, the Virtual Boy made it into Labo VR? Yes, I was happy about that, but it was still such a tease. It was like, yeah. look, we have this whole library here of games that you can't play anywhere else, and most people haven't played, and you still can't do it. Yeah, it was. I, saw it was that. Nice, I was though. like, oh man, Barry's going to be so excited and so ticked off at the same time right now. <laughs> Yeah, first I was like, oh my god, are we going to be able to play? Like, seriously? I love this version of Mario Tennis. No, no, we can't. Just just a, just a 15-second video, that's, that's all. <laughs> but yeah, that was one of the things that uh, kind of caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting the, those videos, and some of them are really cool. Um, and I think uh, I think the, the virtual, virtual Boy one was one that, that caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting that either. Um, which which of all the, the games have you guys spent most time in? Which have you enjoyed the most? For me, it was the, the baseball one. Um, I spent a lot of time, um, and it's very, very simple. It's not real baseball, um, but it was a lot of time where you're just tossing the ball in and, and swinging the, like, looked like a two-by-four um, at, the, at the balls and trying to I, – I was – determined I was going to hit the sun. Um, and I finally got it. Um, took me a while, but I had to hit it just right to finally hit the sun. Um, so which, which ones have, have you guys spent the most time in, uh, Hassan? Um, out of like the, the VR Plaza, I'm trying to think maybe the one where I haven't played them all yet, but, um, the one where you're kind of controlling a little remote control car with the hammer, trying to smash the mm. other one. Um, I don't know why it was just kind of fun VR or not. Like it was just an interesting little thing. 
But the the VR thing in general that I've done the most of is I built the camera. Um, and I find that one's actually pretty cool because one, I always love how they with the VR or with the Labo kits where they add like the tactile feel to certain kits or the sound. So they have like little cardboard pieces so that when you turn the lens, it makes like a little clicking sound. And so it kind of feels nice too. Um, and it also, you know, is interesting in the game. So you're kind of looking around taking pictures of, you know, different fish and stuff. Um, but you can actually use that camera in some other mini games where there's one where you're like, um, these balls are coming at you and you have to like shoot them basically like shoot a certain number in a, in a certain time. Uh, but what's neat is you can twist the lens and it slows things down and, mm. and various degrees. So the, you twist it all the way. It's like super slow or like slightly. Um, so it's kind of neat. Cause as they're coming at you, I try and get one. And then if it's getting too far, I slow it down and fire and then get the next one. Uh, so that one's actually pretty cool. It actually works really well. Um, so I'm kind of excited to, you know, see what else, what other mini games I can play with it. But yeah, that's, that's really cool. Barry, how about you? What have you been spending the most time in? Uh, I did that platforming one that you were talking about with DK and then I did the jumping one and that one made me sick. So like, that's when I said, okay, I, I need a break and I actually haven't got a chance to go back to it yet. Gotcha. Gotcha. So uh, as, as we wrap up, um, you know, our, just our thoughts, our reactions and stuff to, to VR uh, or Labo VR, um, what, where do you guys think uh, they should go in the future? Kind of just like if you were, again, you know, a lot of, a lot of what we do here on the podcast is speculate um, and tell, tell Nintendo what we think they should be doing. Um, so let's, let's do that a little bit. Where, where do you think we, they should take this in the future? Uh, moving forward, what they've done here with, with Labo VR seems to be pretty good so far a great first uh first step into vr um a lot better than a lot of people expected it to be um where did where should they go from from now uh greg what do you think i think they need to have one of those uh little straps so then you can actually wear it <laughs> like but then i think it would work for mario kart 9 and i don't know i mean maybe they could even do something with smash brothers even i think that would be huge but it's very doubtful. I don't think that might be too intense and need like perfect timing and everything though. But all right. All right. Hasan, how about you? What do you think there? Where do you think they should go from here? Um, just more integration with stuff. I, you know, whenever they, like they added the Labo kits to Mario Kart, And so I want, you know, adding in VR to this or, you know, just, um, give more options to use it because the other, uh, Labo kits, you know, like I built them, played them a little, and they've just been sitting there not being used. So if there are more compelling reasons to continue to use them, um, I just I think that would be really cool. And maybe opening up VR to the online world of like you can build out these Labo VR things in the plaza, but you can't share them with anyone. Mm-hmm. So what's the incentive to like build some crazy level if you're the only person that can play it? So if they open that up to allow for people to share things, then I could, you know, every week go in and play some really cool new VR mini games that people have made. So that would be neat. That, that's a really cool idea. I, I really like that. And, and I'm going to definitely agree with that. Uh, Barry, what do you think? Um, if for as it is now, definitely what Hassan said, opening up the VR Plaza online is a must. Um, I mean, that's like playing Super Mario Maker, but not being able to share your levels at all. And I know that's kind of what the 3DS version is. Um, but... That at least allowed you a little bit to share with SheePass. This couldn't do anything. Hmm. Um, what I would do is I would use this as a, as a starting ground, and I would go full-fledged. I would do a actual headset 
one that straps on, one that is more powerful and utilizes your Switch titles or new titles entirely. Cool. Cool. I love all those ideas. And uh, I think I would, I would add I, I, all of that I agree with. And I would love, I would just say um, what I said earlier, I would love more integration. I think a little bit what Greg was saying too, just um, combining some different stuff together. Um, and, uh, and let's, let's see what happens when you put the VR Labo with the, the vehicle kit Labo and strap on the robo kit. I tell you, I don't know, something where you can just combine all these different kits together and, uh, and be able to, you know, have your cosplay VR Labo and you're actually like doing something in the game. That'd be really um cool to, to see more integration with with all of them kind of combining together into either something you know that's downloadable for you know someone that has all those kits already or something brand new or integrated into some game that already exists um i don't know but it'd be really cool to just see all those different pieces uh coming together and um and yeah i, I absolutely love to to have them eventually you know handed over to even more to the users and the the players and be like, they say, you know, just like, um, uh, what's it called? Like, uh, the, the websites out there that are for builders and makers and stuff like that, be able to have like this, this huge place where, where people are making their own stuff in Labo and their own cardboard, their own garage stuff, their own plaza stuff and be able to share it and everything. It could become like this really cool opportunity that we've talked about a lot in a lot of ways, um, even for schools, um, as they're learning basic programming and, and stuff like that, it would be a really awesome opportunity for, for young, uh, you know, budding developers and uh, just to learn early on as well. So it could be really cool. So that's our, uh, that's our Labo VR uh, reactions. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll kind of keep talking about Labo VR as we move forward and everything, but let's talk about some news uh, because there's, there's been a little bit of news uh, as of you know a few days ago, there wasn't much, but then all of a sudden the last couple of days we've gotten a little more news and it seems the wall street journal has not given up on their, uh, the news article that they published back in 2018 saying that there's going to be new switch consoles in 2019 because they just uh, released another article um, that's that's basically confirming it, and they say that uh, that VR is is going to be or not VR uh, that uh, Nintendo uh, Switch is actually going to have two new versions that could come as early as this summer. Um, that uh, we actually may be able to see uh, two new versions of the Switch console as early as summer 2019, um, and they they say they have they have sources that, that back all this up. Uh, what are you guys thinking about this, uh, Barry? Let's go to you first this time. Uh, when they say we may see summer 2019, I'm thinking E3. If that's the case, I do think that's really. I mean, we've heard about this for a while. It's been rumored for a while, and it almost feels like it's going to happen. Um, but uh, at least one of them is. But that's so soon. Like, I mean, I mean we did predict that there was going to be one this year. Uh, some of us said the Mini. Some of us said the Pro. I don't think any of us actually said both would come. Um, so if both actually do come, uh, at least announced this year, I mean... If they announce it in June, most likely they would have to put out by December. There's no point in announcing it now for next year. That would just sabotage their Christmas sales. And, like, wow. I mean, and I can see a lot of people being feeling burned. Like, wait, I just bought a Switch. What the heck? Uh, so, I don't know. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. If they do have a pro, I hope it entices more third parties to come over to utilize that. And if there's a mini, uh, then... 
I hope that it, you know, helps with the portability because that's one of the reasons I don't use my Switch for portable because it's, it's the clamshell I, I love on the 3DS. And I didn't really even use the Vita that much to take with me because I was too worried about the screen. I had to always have it in that case. Um, but at least that fit my pocket, or at least I could put it easily, more easily in my bag versus the full Switch, which reminds me more of the Model 1 Atari Lynx in terms of portability. Yeah. Good points. Yeah. Austin, what do you think about these uh, the new Switch consoles? Think it's going to happen? Yeah, I, I definitely do think it's it's going to happen. It, it makes sense. Um, and the Wall Street Journal has been pretty reliable with with this kind of stuff. I think I think we'll probably see the sort of cheaper version because they, they kind of, you know, compared it to like the 2DS and the new 3DS XL kind of equivalent of like the 2DS being sort of that cheaper version with some features removed Um and then, you know, I see them maybe updating or adding some things to the, the, the pro or new model or, or whatever it is. Um, because if you think about it, the cheaper version of the Switch that's probably going to be, I'm assuming, maybe like um, uh, with built-in Joy-Cons, like not detachable. So kind of focus more on like the handheld aspect of it. Um, the games coming out this year, Pokemon, Animal Crossing, major system sellers, especially on the handheld side. Um, and so if, you know, kids are bugging their parents to get them a switch and they release a cheaper model that is more affordable and that, you know, to, to play some of those games, I think that's a perfect combination. So I could definitely see that releasing like by the fall, at least to, to capitalize on, on that and release special edition versions, like release it maybe a couple months before Pokemon and stuff comes out. And then when Pokemon comes out, release a new color that's like Pokemon themed or something like that. It's going to sell like crazy. Um, and then maybe spring next year or something, do like the upgraded pro model, um, you know, something like that. Uh, I, I don't see them doing too much more with the pro, like in terms of it's not going to be like a Xbox one level kind of PS4, you know, kind of thing, but small little upgrades, little enhancements, things that, um, maybe like a better kickstand or like little like quality of life improvements, that kind of thing. Um, but they have to keep compatibility with, with stuff. So they can't go too crazy with it. Um, but yeah, it all, it all makes perfect sense. I think. Yeah. And I think what you guys have hinted at too, you know, if, if VR really takes off the, the pro model could be, you know, thing they, they announce here's the pro model and here's the, uh, the VR attachment that, uh, you know, you've loved this. We're going to do the same things, but we're also going to kind of push it forward. Uh, Greg, what do you, what do you think about these two new switch consoles? Uh, if they are real, like, uh, what could they, what could they be like? Well, I do agree with what Hassan was saying, like with like how, like the, more like mini model i guess would come first because i do think like the 2ds comparison was pretty valid because they try to get that cheaper option just to make sure it's more affordable for more people it opens up more doors and gets more customers and everything like that and then obviously with the upgraded version you'll it'll probably be like whatever like a slight increase in like whatever ram and maybe screen or screen size or something and nothing like too drastic but something that can make it a little bit better for more high-powered games and whatnot. Um, unfortunately, I really hope that they don't have to release that personally because I don't really like when they do like the console upgrades and I have to feel like I have to buy another console. But 
Uh, obviously, would sucker down to get it anyways at some point. See, see, I hope if they do a pro, I hope they go all out. I hope they go all out to compete with the PS5 and Xbox One or Two or whatever it's going to be called. Like something like we're serious about this. Like this is only for those that want the the best graphics. Because if we're going to get like titles, like let's just say Cyberpunk, it's not coming to Switch. I would rather have it at least to come to a high quality model than the not come at all at least it gets more stuff onto the switch platform even if it's only for those select few at least it's an option that's true the only downside uh about that really is the what's that what's that battery life going to be like like 30 minutes um is that well, more better, better life, of course. can't can't manage their battery even on on the current system. So I, I they're going to be horrible. They, they they're going to learn some some battery mechanics to go forward um, to really optimize batteries like like you know Samsung and Apple and and all the smartphones mm-hmm. have done. Or we're going to have you know a pro system that's that's really going to last thirty minutes if it's not docked um, and possibly still have overheating issues. Um, so they're going to fix a lot mm-hmm. of stuff if they're going to beef it up. Granted, really- I would love it. I would love it, but they got to fix some stuff. What they really need to do is just go to the warehouse, open up their boxes, the, the DSs, and just like take the battery out of the Nintendo DS and like put it in the Switch. I mean, <laughs> they knew what they were doing then. That thing like lasted like 120 hours or something like ridiculous. And I don't know why. Like since then, we've got like oh, it's only five hours or three hours. It's like who only plays for three to five hours? I mean, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, I guess my only thing is like I would love you know a much beefier like pro model that sort of thing but the at what point does it become an upgraded switch versus a switch 2 you know with all the how much different or more powerful it is that sort of thing um and the wall street journal put in their thing that that it's it's not going to be as powerful as the xbox one or ps4 like you know like those systems like it's going to be sort of a um just like sort of an enhanced version of of the the switch so um, I, I don't see them doing anything too crazy just yet to yeah, undercut that. the people that, you know, that did it. Yeah, we have the DSi or the 3DS XL kind of yeah. update. Yeah, like the new And watch it really please bury and they remove the cartridge slot so you have to buy the games that you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would be a yeah, cool fun. Xbox uh, thing, right? Um, remove the uh, remove the slot and charge more money. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Barry is so excited about that. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, would what the the thing that coming out this 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 quick or you know if it is a summer, it does seem so odd. I think because as all of us did, like like you said, Barry, we all predicted if it was going to happen, it was going to happen in the holiday time. Um, this summer does seem kind of kind of really really quick um but although when they've done revisions and stuff in the past or or cheaper versions from announcement to release it's only been a few weeks to a couple months like it's usually not um anything super super long because it's it's not a new system per se um it's just I, i think the pro model might have a longer release gap from like announcement to release versus the cheaper model because the pro model they might have some new things to introduce whereas the cheaper one you know they're just cutting things out and saying here's a more affordable version of what's out there you know that's a good point and probably better battery life <laughs> yeah here's a 200 version no e-shop no online play <laughs> <laughs> go the other way instead. 
Yeah. Well, one of the things that Wall Street Journal mentioned was that um, they would probably take away HD Rumble, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, Because it it already, if you don't have detachable Joy-Cons, there's already a couple of games that you kind of might lose compatibility with unless you buy extra Joy-Cons and and connect with it. But HD Rumble, like 1-2 Switch, can't play some of the stuff. Then again, not many people played it anyways. Mario Party. Yeah, Mario Party. Yeah, so like it makes me wonder... I don't know, like what it'll just be interesting to see yeah. what they decide to cut out. But I think if you if you are talking about in the console itself, it would really be the Joy-Cons that have the HD rumble. And so if the attached controllers that are on there don't have HD rumble, that makes sense to leave that out. But you could still attach um, through Bluetooth or whatever your regular yeah. your um, Joy-Con. So I, I think that makes sense. And because actually I often turn off the Rumble when I am playing with attached. Um, I know Greg plays a lot of of his Switch um, in mobile, you know, handheld mode. Um, but when I play it, I, I turn the Rumble off most of the time because it just it rattles the whole system and it and the battery doesn't last as long and stuff like that. It's loud too. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of reminds me of the funny story when I was assembling like the lavo vr thing and uh, like the rockets took off i had the joy con sitting on the table like my wife was like what the heck is that it was going (laughs) that's funny because i actually i did the same thing i had to sit on the table and it started happening i looked in the other room to see if my wife was looking because she's probably wondering what what the heck's going on yeah i I normally just leave all the batteries i don't really play around with the settings and turn off the rumble or anything i like the full experience but it just kind of stinks you have to charge it every day yeah. Well, I guess we'll uh, find out pretty soon if uh, if we're actually going to get these. Uh, if if the Wall Street Journal is to be um, believed, which, like we said, they're they're pretty reliable and they say they have some good sources. So um, maybe just in uh, in a few months, probably at E3, they'll uh, they announce this. That's what our guess is. I'd say. Um, but if you want a new switch, at least in. Uh, kind of new switch at least new firmware on your switch you'll have to wait any longer um, because version 8.0 is now out 8.0.0 it was uh distributed today um of, of all days today they knew we were having a podcast and they're like yeah let's not let's not launch it tomorrow that's that's too rude we've been doing that a lot to the Nintendo Diffuse team how about we release it actually today so they can talk about it very uh, new on their podcast so yeah there's a lot of uh, new stuff in version 8.0.0 um, I'm just going to run through this stuff real quick and then we'll kind of chat about um, the things that, that excite you the most or the stuff that uh, maybe is not so exciting um, but we do have a, a, a sort software feature that is available after selecting to view all software. So now you can actually sort your software instead of just having in, you know, whatever you played recently or anything like that. And you can uh, you can sort it by last played, total plot time played, software title, and software publisher. And uh, the all software option, um, as, as most of you know, um, displays after you have 13 different uh, titles on your Switch. So um, that you now can sort your software. Uh, there's also a view all available news option um, within the news, allowing you to view all news items currently being distributed. So you can just go to the news channel list and view more uh, to see that. You can also select from 15 different new icons for your your profile icon from Splatoon 2 and Yoshi's Crafted World. Uh, There's a feature to transfer your save data 
um, as it's now available, allowing you to transfer um, all your data for individual games between your Nintendo Switch systems. So if you get a new Nintendo Switch system, you can actually uh, transfer your save data. That's kind of weird that that's coming in version 8. Um, but uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, and uh, a Zoom feature can now be enabled within the system settings. Just uh, You can just go and turn it on, and you can actually zoom by pressing the home button twice. Um, it's an interesting uh, addition. Uh, an option is now available to prevent the system from waking from sleep mode when the AC adapter is disconnected, um, also available in your settings. And this will apply also applies when undocking your console. Uh, there's also a new v- VR mode uh, setting in the settings um, to restrict uh, VR compatibility within the parental controls. So let's say you have uh, a really young child who is not old enough to, to see virtual reality stuff. You can actually shut the VR off completely um, so they don't accidentally enter into VR mode. Um, or if you just never want it yourself, I guess you can turn it on yourself. Uh, there's also Hong Kong, Taiwan, and South Korea uh, availability for re- regions. I didn't realize those weren't uh, available regions yet, but those are now available. And uh, the following names have been changed. Um, the functionality remains the same. So the Save Data Cloud Backup is now just called Save Data Cloud. And the Transfer Your User and Save Data is now just called Transfer Your User Data. So... A lot, of, a lot of new uh, updates uh, here in version 8.0. Um, Hassan, let's, let's go to you first. And uh, what do you think about some of, the, some of these updates? Anything that really stands out to you? I know it's not a big deal, but I hate their naming, their numbering convention of like having 8.0.0. Like what, whatever happened to like the first numbers, like, you know, typically a big update and then the point something like, come on, right. are you going to be on version 42? Like, in two years or like what's going themes. on you know like, right that's why you're expecting themes and yeah folders. you expect something bigger right you know um at least it's not just system stability improvements um uh but i don't know like i guess this sorting thing is kind of nice it's a little bit better but i kind of wish you could also custom sort um because I, I tried it and i was like okay yeah i might i might switch it to like uh sort my software by total play times so the ones i play the most are up front um, but I also kind of would want to like, I'd want to rearrange them and like pick my order of things, which I can't do still. Um, there's really nothing else here that is, you know, worth looking into for me. I, the, the one thing that was kind of interesting that may or may not tie into the conversation we just had about transferring your save data. I wonder why they're implementing such a feature right now ahead of potentially new switch versions coming out. Hmm. Interesting. Um, maybe people are actually buying a new switch very soon. Maybe, maybe. So, you know, very, very interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, the zoom thing is more like an accessibility feature that they've kind of added. Uh, although I, I haven't tried it out myself. I heard it works like not just in like the system menu, but like across any game you play that sort of thing. So it might actually be kind of handy if you want to zoom in on something for like a screenshot or I don't know, like, you know, like kind of, it's a nice little, added bonus for for all the games i guess but how do you know how yeah you said you haven't you haven't tried it yet but do you know if like can you control where you're zooming in or i, I saw like a screenshot that somebody posted of like so you double tap and then you can set how much you zoom or not and i saw a little icon it was like a rectangle within it and then there's a smaller rectangle in it so kind of showing what part of the screen was zoomed in so i assume you can move around and you know mm-hmm. zoom in on something specific 
So it's probably only when the game is paused or something then. Because I'm guessing you probably couldn't do that like during a game because it take over other controls. I don't know. I'll play with it later, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Greg, anything uh, that stands out to you? Yeah, I was, I was going to point out the system transfer thing, but um, I guess more to jump onto that is it's kind of interesting that they're implementing this now, seeing as like even like the 3DS and the Wii and Wii U like had these features on release, but... It's like it's about time you guys transfer to other console. Yeah. But I do think that what Hudson was just saying it does kind of lead into that. That like mm, it's like are they actually going to be announcing them and could give more credit to that. But yeah, overall it just seems like a very uh, normal like lackluster kind of update as usual and. Again, they need more themes. They need a better ways to store it. I mean, like the 3DS and Wii and Wii U had much better methods to store all your icons and games and stuff. I don't know why this is Switch made it so uh, difficult and not very friendly, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, definitely seems like a, a catch up. Like like all the, all the other updates so far, like we're gonna finally add these things that should have been in there from the very beginning, but we're gonna eventually add them. You know, it's, it makes sense to add new icons and and adding you know the VR stuff in there, but uh, this other stuff, this probably should have been there from the very beginning. Um, Barry, what do you think uh, of this uh, version eight point zero point zero update? For me, it's about uh, that that save data transfer, and the thing that catches me is. When they added the cloud save, that was great. And the there was some caveats, though. You couldn't do Smash. You couldn't do, like, Pokemon. Um, and I think there was another game you could. Splatoon, I don't think you could do. Will you be able to transfer those to other systems? And if you couldn't, then that I think that would be really, really big. Like, well, yeah. You know, I would think they would want you to. So if you can do that transfer, what about cloud saves? Like, it... It it kind of opens up another can of worms, but that's what kind of excites me in a sense to at least have that way of backing up because if your switch is, you know, going down, like I just keep thinking about my poor Wii and it's the the, the hostage digital titles I had. This will be hostage save data for me. And, so and, just, I, I'm just checking right now, Barry. So it looks like you can because I went into the settings to like transfer save data and I selected Splatoon 2 and it's, like asking if I want to continue. Um, so you can do those titles then, which is at least good at least. Yeah. Um, uh, game, <coughs> yeah. At least looking at all these games seems. That's good. That's to me. That's the biggest thing. Uh, but again, this this should have been there at launch. Like all these things, I feel should have been there at launch. Um, I can see the languages not being there at launch, um, just because it it takes translations. Um, but and, and obviously the VR. The VR slider thing uh, coming out now makes sense, but other than that, this it's this is all nice stuff. The zoom feature could be the greatest feature in the world that we just didn't know we wanted, but it's it's nice to see Nintendo update. It's just again weird, like 8.0. It, it took this long to get these features, like these these are staple, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. This would be like version 2.3. 
at this point or something, not 8.0. Um, but, uh, you know, the one thing that <laughs> stands out to me and I, I need to check this out. Um, and, and maybe Huston, you can, is this, this view all available news option. Um, so I don't know about you guys, have, but, but the news area both excites me. Um, cause I think it's cool. Cause it's a little bit of the, uh, the, the stuff they had from the Wii U They brought it over. It's cool and everything. But when you have more than one profile or regional profile, you get everything from Nintendo that's in all those other languages. And it annoys the crap out of me. Cause like, I don't even visit the news, the news app anymore because yeah. I just have a bunch of stuff that I can't read because it's in another language. And, uh, and so I would love for the ability, like now if, if games have separate ones, you can turn those off, which is great. But within Nintendo's stuff, like you can't. And, and I'm wondering, maybe this has this this update. Can you turn that off now? No, I don't see anything. That, no. that would be a megaton. That would be amazing if you could do that. Yeah. No, all that all that I see is that that new option of like when you go into the list of channels to like add more to add, um, channels if you want more. You can go to view more and see like the full list of of all the channels to add now, um, which there's a lot. Um, but yeah, no, unfortunately. that's unfortunate. Yeah. That's, that's the killer feature that I'd be waiting on. In addition to the, you know, themes and folders and better sorting and all of their stuff. I want to be able to turn off all the Japanese news from Nintendo because I can't read it anyhow. And it's also duplicated because I've already seen it in English and French and, and German and everything else that I've got in my system as well. So, um, I know that's, that's a that's a minor thing that not everybody has you know multiple regional logins. But uh, for those of us that that like to occasionally you know get software from from other uh, other regions, um, that's kind of a, a pain in the butt because <laughs> I don't actually I don't enjoy the news the news app at, at all right now. <laughs> uh, all right, so maybe uh, maybe version nine might be a, a eventually a good one, or maybe they'll throw us a curveball and it'd just be you know, version 8.0.3 and all of a sudden it'll have this huge updates. Like, like Custom was saying, um, the numbering system doesn't really apply, um, like it should. So, you know, who knows? Maybe to, maybe when it comes, the pro comes out, we'll, we'll have some new stuff. Um, moving on a couple of just, uh, smaller news stories, uh, before we wrap up today, um, there was a, uh, a recent commercial that Nintendo put out and they've, they've been doing a really cool job. Um, I think, uh, one of the things that, that we have talked about previously, um, on the podcast is the, the, one of the things that the Wii U really struggled because their marketing was, was awful. Um, we kind of knocked it out of the park, um, in terms of the, uh, their marketing. Um, but when we, you came along, they just marketed it horribly. Uh, but it seems like they've, they've learned their lesson. And I feel like overall, um, we've been pretty pleased with how the switch has been marketed, um, in terms of commercials, uh, how they're pitching the system, um, how they're getting out there to people. And it seems like they're doing a great job of even marketing, uh, previous games and, and kind of bringing them back to the, to the forefront. And so Nintendo has been doing that and bringing out some other commercials and stuff. And so they've got this, this recent commercial that uh, that I believe came out last week and um, showing off uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, um, which is cool. Some kids at a party, it looks like, and they're playing. Uh, but the very beginning of that commercial, uh, it shows off a, a section of the screen. Um, and uh, that menu system didn't 
didn't really look like the menu system that's on my version of, of Smash Brothers Ultimate. I don't know about you guys, and uh, and it's pretty obvious that I mean it's it's pixelated, but it's pretty obvious that uh, there's a stage builder on that uh, that version of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. So I number one want to go play at their house, and uh, number two I'm wondering when is this coming, and uh, and are you guys excited about a stage builder um, possibly coming to uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate, or I would say confirmed at this point like why wouldn't nintendo put this in there if it wasn't a possibility um barry what do you think about this this is something i said originally that i felt like even though smash ultimate was ultimate in terms of characters it was lacking in modes and a lot of the staples were not there and i said they're probably going to put these out in free updates you know to prolong uh, Switch just kind of like or the, the Smash Ultimate like they've done with Splatoon 2 and they've done with ARMS and they're doing with Mario Tennis uh, and even Captain Toad. Uh, so I can see this absolutely being real. Um, I think it's a no-brainer. I mean, ever since Brawl came out, we were all like, oh yeah, cool, this is great. And they brought it back in the Wii U version. I just hope there's more features. Like the, the Brawl Smash uh, stage builder was actually pretty cool. And actually was used for like farming stickers and like you could do some really cool things. Uh, in terms of the Wii U version, it was very lackluster. Like you could draw your little platform, but that was almost about it. So I really hope this is like the Mario Maker of stage building uh, where they can really go to town. I think that'd be awesome. Um, but I do hope, I have a feeling that's going to be this month. Because A, the commercial was shown, and B, they stated that Joker was coming in April. Uh, we're now halfway through, so it's probably going to come within the next two weeks. It's going to probably accompany uh, Joker. We're going to get a new stage as well, because we know Joker's coming with a stage. And I hope that we also get some returning stages back, because uh, there's still quite a bit of returning stages that didn't come back. And some of them are kind of jarring, like Woolly World and the DK uh, Tropical Freeze stage from... Uh, Wii U and and Poke Floats, uh, me and a whole bunch of other people want. So I hope those come back and hope this is the case where we get home run contests and break the targets and board the platforms and race to the finish and everything coming back. And even Smash Run and, and Smash Tour, even though a lot of people didn't like those, having them again as options is never a bad thing. And I think Smash had its heyday in December and it did well in January, but it's now April. People who wanted Smash bought Smash. People who don't have a Switch that wants Smash are probably going to wait till this holiday when it probably goes on a Black Friday sale. This is more of an incentive to go back to Smash and say, maybe, maybe I need to get it sooner than Black Friday. Good point. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, uh, it points to, you know, like they're adding big updates that uh, I think stage builders are pretty big updates. So to add other modes like, you know, break the targets and, and all that stuff, that, that seems like it could be definitely a possibility now. Um, Greg, what do you think uh, of this, uh, this leak that Nintendo kind of slipped out there? Well, I mean, normally it's really interesting because they're always very like tight lipped and not like trying to reveal stuff like that. And then they just, throw something like this and it just like kind of passes by everybody and then like wait a minute like what's that and then it's like oh wait <laughs> like they it almost seems like there's somebody might have like lost a job over it for like putting it there but in all seriousness it, 
it is pretty cool that like stage builders coming. I did like playing around with it a lot in the previous versions of smash and it'll be really cool to see that return and like Barry, I mean, I really want to see like break the targets, like board the platforms, home run contests. I did kind of like dipping into some of those other modes, but I don't know if all of that will come in the update, but I know they gave us a nice tease before that like, Oh, the April updates can be a big one. So I don't know how big, maybe it could just be stage builder and, joker and that's about it but i guess well, we'll... i'm trying to think didn't they show like two things blurred out like mm -hmm. specifically highlighting two one of them probably stage builder what could the other one be yeah yeah Who knows? could be like games and more and more i don't know <laughs> well it could be really cool like if take the ideas that we talked about labo earlier and uh and bringing stage builder in to really build out that that online thing i mean you could share some stages before but what if they they really put a lot more work into that that could be uh that could be something that could be really great mm -hmm. um hassan do you think do you think this this is something that uh, they accidentally did or was this a purposeful leak i think it was it was totally on accident I, it's one of those things where they probably were were filming the commercial and they needed to you know they edited in the video screen and they were just pulling from their latest build of the game not realizing that the menu was a little bit different than what we currently have. And, you know, I think it just kind of slipped by them. It would be a little odd if this was purposely put in there because it's just so random, you know? Um, but I, I do think it's coming soon. It's coming this month, probably with the whole 3.0 update or uh, with Joker and that sort of thing. Uh, what's interesting is the, a couple weeks or a couple months ago, there was a, a data mine um, from of smash brothers and the stage builder was mentioned in there along with home run contest. Um, granted the, in the menu, like looking at the screen there, I would imagine home run contest, if it was in the game would be on that menu, unless it's hidden under some other section or something. So maybe home run contest is something that would come later. Um, uh, but they did tease two things. So, you know, I guess we'll have to wait and see, but, um, but yeah, I think we'll, we'll be playing, we'll be creating our own custom stages in the next week or two you know, with, with this update, probably with our, with our track record, um, we're going to get the announcement tomorrow morning. And, uh, might there, there was a, there was a, uh, a rumor that I just saw like an hour or two ago. That was like a supposed leaked screenshot of Joker and smash, which looked really sketchy to me, but it mentioned April 19th. So it was only a couple of days away. We'll see what happens. But. Yeah. Might be happening. Got your taxes done on April 15th. And <laughs> And uh, Smash Brothers stage builder the next day. Who knows? <laughs> uh, let's uh, last bit of news. I want to talk about uh, just briefly is uh, Disney has been um, talking a lot about their their plans and everything. They've officially bought uh, Fox. They've gotten like this massive. Um, some people you know think it might be a monopoly uh, uh, in terms of entertainment. There's just so much stuff that's coming under Disney's umbrella, including Star Wars. Um, the new Star Wars movie trailer uh, coming out and everything. Pretty hyped about that. Uh, but aside from that, because this this isn't a Star Wars uh, this isn't a Star Wars podcast, I'll, I'll refrain from going there. But uh, but Disney made uh, a big some big announcements um, to do with their Disney Plus service. And so um, it, essentially, they're going to be kind of developing. If you haven't 
heard about this yet. It's it's this kind of a Netflix competitor. Um, they do know own I think sixty percent of Hulu now. So Hulu is now basically the majority of it is owned by by Disney, and so they've got that service. But they're also developing this Disney Plus. Um, streaming services as well and it's going to contain uh, eventually you know once the rights and everything get back all to to disney um that over the next couple of years everything that falls under the disney umbrella so all the marvel stuff all the pixar stuff all the disney animation stuff all the disney channel stuff the national geographic stuff that they just bought um star wars everything is going to be available on this service and uh <laughs> jake's just want me to talk about more about star wars um some other time, not on, not on the Nintendo podcast, but at some other time we can talk Star Wars for sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, so all this cool stuff, it's going to be $6.99 a month, which is a very competitive price. And if you buy uh, an annual subscription, it's going to be $69.99 for a, for a whole year pass, which is a very, very competitive price. And they said it's going to be available on Nintendo Switch. So uh, it seems like, you know, they've got Hulu on there already. We've got YouTube. Um, it's pretty much all we've gotten, I, I think, in terms of like, that kind of streaming content and app sort of stuff. Um, but uh, Netflix is still staying off the Switch. We don't know really the reason why, if that's Nintendo's call, if it's Netflix's call. Um, it seems weird because it was on Wii and Wii U. Um, but, uh, but Disney seems like, you know, they, they consider this uh, a viable platform for their for their Disney Plus uh, service. So um, kind of just uh, not a whole lot to talk about, I'm sure. But what do you guys think uh, about this about this news from Disney Plus, uh, Barry? Uh, well, first off, the Disney Plus news is amazing. I mean, it's definitely something uh, we're going to be getting. But the fact that it's on Switch and at launch, I mean, they showed, you know, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch all there, as well as tablets, like everything it's pretty much going to be on. But they value Switch completely uh, to be there. And I think it's a huge get. And I think, I think it's a big blow to Netflix. And I think that may be one of the reasons they did it. Is because they are definitely pricing this to be competitive with Netflix. They've stated that they want to take that market, and like, oh, Netflix is not on the Switch. How many people have Switches? Oh, that's a lot of people. Let's throw it on Switch. Uh, and if anything, that could be great for us because that could actually spark Netflix to say, all right, you know what? We're done being stubborn. Let's put Netflix on Switch. I mean, they even had like the Stranger Things three game shown off. Uh, and it was like, oh, you could get that the same time as on Netflix, which isn't on Switch. Like, come on, that should be on Switch, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is weird. I mean, you bring up that. that My mind immediately went to even um, the recent news we talked about our last show about um, about Twitch Prime. Um, now allowing you to have a, a full year of, of Nintendo Online, this connection with Amazon, and yet the Amazon Prime streaming app is not on switch either so that's kind of odd um greg what do you think of of this news about disney plus yeah we were definitely super excited to get it and um we were looking through the compatible devices and like i don't know if we really had a way to play it on the tv so like this gives us that avenue to actually play it on the tv so Hmm. um, i know there were there were very minimal things that you had to have like a roku or like a brand new tv which we have neither so it was like okay how are we going to play on the tv and now we can use the switch so works out perfectly in that regard for us cool but yeah and i think you also forgot to mention that like they did purchase like the 20th century fox stuff so like simpsons and stuff like that's going to be on there too so that's definitely very exciting to see 
That's like all your favorite things yeah. in one, yeah. right? Nintendo, yeah. Simpsons, Disney. Disney. There you go. <laughs> Top three right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering too if if uh, they say you can actually download it to your system, and I'm wondering Nintendo is going to be allowed would allow you to uh, to download episodes of shows or movies to your to your Switch as well, because I know you're going to be able to do it on the other platforms they talked about. Um, maybe they're going to allow it to. Uh, Hussan, what do you I think, think about so. this? I mean, you could put on the could put on the micro SD card or whatever. So yeah, that'd be cool. Hassan, what yeah. do you think? Um, well, I mean, you know, Steve is evidenced by your star Wars shirt, my Avengers hat. And, you know, I think we're, we're, we're all loving Disney here. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited about Disney plus. Um, I mean, I have Netflix, Hulu, Amazon prime. What else is that? I mean, you know, all the different stuff and, and, and it's to keep up with but disney they all their exclusive stuff star wars marvel shows everything on, on their day one I'm, I'm ready for this so it's really cool that it's coming to so many different devices um the interesting thing though i was looking it up just to confirm i don't know that they've 100 percent said that the switch and xbox one apps are coming on day one they confirmed ps4 at launch um but then the others are kind of unclear if they're going to be on launch or a little bit later um but regardless i think it'll still be cool i like granted i don't think I'm probably going to even use it on the switch though, because I have my iPad pro that I'd probably watch it on. So it'd be like an HDR and all that. And then I have my Apple TV 4k to watch on the TV. So I don't have as much of a reason for it, which is why I don't really use the Hulu app on the system, but I think it's great to have, and it adds more to, you know, the uh, ability of what the switch can do and makes it so much weirder that Netflix is still not on it. Like it makes no sense to me like disney plus brand new streaming service yeah we're going to switch we're doing all this stuff like netflix it's just not i just i don't i don't get it i really don't get it yeah i think the the thing that i'm most excited about uh actually is when i'm traveling with my switch um there's quite often i'm going to places um for holidays or something like that that i'm going to a family member's house that that maybe doesn't have an apple tv like i do and, and all that access and uh and plus i can't like maybe I'm already going to be logged in my own accounts on the switch. So be able to just pop, pop it in and go instead of having to bring my switch and my Apple TV, because I need to bring all that stuff with me and everything. It kind of cuts down on, on those sort of situations on a regular daily basis. I don't see myself on there either. I'm going to be watching that stuff on my phone or my Apple TV or my computer or something like that. But, uh, but when I'm traveling uh, on occasion, like for those kind of situations, I'm, I'm excited to bring that along. And I also would love to have Netflix there as well. Um, I'm actually like, this is a different conversation, but like I'm, I'm possibly like I'm thinking about if if Disney Plus keeps it up, I may actually drop my Netflix um, subscription if and and just move that money over to to Netflix or to to Disney Plus instead because um, it's a it's a great price and uh, and pretty viable option there especially because it they're going to be everywhere um, and and Netflix mm-hmm. is not Switch and maybe it's time for them to you know lose some money on that um, because that's that's an unfortunate. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of our news and the end of our podcast today. Um, 
And guys, the next time we we talk on on April 29th, um, one of the uh, Disney properties is going to have their next big thing out, and I'm going to be so excited uh, to see some some Avengers Endgame. Um, Speaking but, of which, stay away from the internet because major spoilers just leaked. So oh, there's no. footage out there. Yes. So oh, no. like literally mute all the hashtags, everything like actual footage, minutes of footage from crucial moments in the movie have leaked so be warned like real stuff or like things like legitimate just like you know made up like actual footage has leaked man major major stuff so be and this is why we can't have nice things right yeah uh i'm so glad that the twitter has the ability to mute words and hashtags and stuff like that now yeah but but yeah, I wish like can can you do that on YouTube yet? I want to do that on there too because that that's be my so problem. nice. I, yeah. I, the, the thumbnails just pop up and I'm like crap. I didn't intend to see this, but now I've seen yeah. it. So, yeah, well, God. I'm going to be off YouTube and Twitter and everything for the next uh, two weeks, or I guess a week and a half. So, um, um, see you in in a couple weeks when we're back on uh, April 29th for the next podcast. But um, until then, I, I guess I'm off the internet uh, <laughs> at least in, at least until the 26th for sure. You'll be, you'll be in the world of Labo VR. That's right. And spend all your days just in VR. <laughs> That's right. I already can uh, tell what so Barry wants to say. <laughs> spend your time in Turner and you won't yeah. have to worry about it. Thank you, Greg. See, I don't even need to say anything. <laughs> Torna is calling your name. That we can have to finish it from all those side quests. Uh, so let's talk about what else you guys are uh, looking forward to playing over uh, over the next couple weeks until our next podcast. I'll go first. And uh, one of the games, I'm pretty sure the name of it is, <laughs> I should have remembered this. Um, and I'm going to be able to pull it up real quick. It's called Hob. Um, and I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's been on, on other systems as well, but the definitive edition uh, just came out uh, recently. And it was a game that, uh, that kind of went uh, unnoticed for me for a second. And then I did get a review copy of it. Um, and I'm pretty excited to, to play it. It seems like a kind of platforming adventure game. Um, seems really cool. The graphics look great and everything. So um, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, to jumping into that over the next couple of weeks. Um, and I think it was released. Um, I can't remember if it was released since our last podcast or right before that, but it's, it's a very recent release. Um, but as far as I know, it's, it's digital only. So, um, I don't think it's out on physical for Barry, but, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, Barry, what are you looking forward to over the next couple of weeks? Anything, uh, anything big? Uh, well, I mean, like Final Fantasy 10, 10, two comes out, but I've already done that. Uh, I'm pretty much going to be la- trying to do more Labo VR. Uh, and and more 14 um that that's a big thing like there's a final fantasy 15 crossover event with 14 coming out tomorrow so that's going to be uh pretty exciting uh even though 15 is my least favorite of the numbered series uh other than that i mean obviously avengers and now staying off the internet that limits me with a lot of things uh and i have to wait till sunday because that's that's when i have i have sunday tickets because i don't feel like going to craziness friday so I know that weekend I'm completely offline, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's kind of think what else is coming out. But that those are the main things. I mean, I'll probably go back to Yoshi. Um, maybe maybe try a couple other games if I get the chance. Just what I have in backlog, but no time. I, I know Jake's just waiting for it, but no time. Uh, no time. No time even for Cuphead. 
Cuphead Cuphead is coming out digitally, and I'm waiting for the physical, which is coming Uh, after the DLC comes out, because it's all going to be there on the physical. Maybe you'll have time by then. Maybe Maybe I'll have time by then. Maybe uh, maybe some Mortal Kombat or something. I'm taking away uh, things from other people. Um, Greg, what are you looking forward to playing over the next couple weeks? Get over here. (laughs) Finish him. (laughs) Mortal Kombat, huh? Yeah, I don't know if I'll end up buying it day one, but I'm kind of tempted to get it because I haven't played that in quite a while. And seeing like Shao Kahn as a playable character is kind of pretty cool. So I don't know. I might end up just biting the bullet and getting it. But it's the main thing outside of just catching up on stuff and trying to actually experience the Labo VR and Moriyoshi. So nice. Nice. Hassan, how about you? What have you been playing or what will you be playing? Um, probably not too much, uh, to be honest, because no time. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know, I, I'm uh, teaching an undergrad class and this is the last two weeks of the semester. So probably after that, I'm very much looking forward to playing a lot more video games, but, um, the, I will be doing more Labo VR. So hopefully like this weekend, I'll have some time to kind of build out some, some more of the, the sets. Um, I want to try the blaster as well. So that might be the next one that I build, um, so yeah, just looking forward to to playing around with more Labo VR. Cool, cool. Yeah, there are a couple other games that are are coming out in the next couple of weeks, like we talked about. Um, Cup Boy, also Box Boy plus Box Girls coming out in a couple of weeks on April twenty sixth. Um, Steam World Quest, Hand of uh, Gilgamesh, Mech, 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 right? Um, Mech is coming out. Um, I believe on April 24th um, there's uh, there's some pretty cool games coming out the next couple of weeks. So um, yeah, if uh, you're, you're looking forward to something, make sure you throw those down in the comments as well and what you've been playing and what you're looking forward to play. And like we said, we're going to be back on April 29th. Uh, was our next podcast um, until then do stay offline um, except for Nintendo Fuse com- content you can read all about that because we won't be spoiling Avengers for you but uh, but you can read all about our content we've got some some cool reviews um, some new authors that, that we've been bringing on the team and they've been popping out some cool reviews so make sure you check those out and we got some new ones coming up uh, again if you have not subscribed to Nintendo Fuse on YouTube make sure you do that and hit that bell to be alerted by every new video and every time we go live um, and also be sure to follow us on social media just search for it at nintendo fuse on facebook twitter uh instagram we also have a facebook group that we love to grow and uh, be able to talk to you guys outside of the podcast and outside of the chat room uh, to be able to just kind of keep up the conversation uh build our community there um Hudson and i were just talking to uh, one of our old um forum members the other day um termy uh yeah. found us on Twitter and, and started talking to us and everything. And just kind of cool to just briefly reminisce about the old forum days. And uh, that'd be cool if we could kind of bring back that kind of uh, community um, in our, in our Facebook group. So um, if you are, if you're listening and you're a member of the old forums that we used to have uh, back in the Wii Nintendo days, um, make sure you, you do um, join our Facebook group. And it'd be really cool to kind of, to bring that back from the dead a little bit. Uh, also wanted to let you guys know that we are looking uh, to add to our team. I, I mentioned that we have added some new uh, authors and stuff. So if you're, if you're looking to um, contribute to Nintendo Fuse and you've been maybe reading us for a while or watching us for a while and you'd like to contribute uh, as a news writer, we're looking for video editors and graphic artists and stuff like that. Um, unfortunately, we 
we, this is not a paid gig. Um, we all volunteer to do this. Um, but, uh, but we are able to kind of maybe throw some review copies and stuff like that your way sometimes. And, uh, there's some different perks and being able to get into, uh, gaming events and stuff like play NYC and packs and, and stuff like that. Um, so, uh, if you're interested make sure you do contact us, um, you can, you can email us, but, uh, just find us our information on social media. Uh, but we also do have an application on our Facebook page. Um, so you can just apply right there and, uh, that'd be awesome to, to have you join our team. Um, but I think that's pretty much it. Like I said, our next uh, episode is going to be on April 29th. Um, so just in a couple of weeks. And uh, we'll look forward to to talking with you then. Um, the last thing I, I wanted to mention, I forgot to mention it earlier, is today is Reggie's last day at um, at Nintendo of America. He's officially passed it off. You know, at this point, um, he's done. He has retired and he has passed off the the president, uh, the COO role to, uh, to Bowser. So Bowser officially is running into Nova America as of today uh, and uh, from all of us here at Nintendo Fuse thanks Reggie for uh, for your years of running Nintendo of America and uh, and good luck to to Bowser who is who is now running it and uh, if you haven't noticed yet um, you can follow Reggie on Twitter now so yeah, you um, just joined today I was like oh, for all this time Reggie yeah <laughs> Twitter gold you just get it now Yes. So you can, uh, you can follow, we, we retweeted his, uh, his first tweet on our, on our Twitter. So, uh, you can find him that way. It's, it's actually just at Reggie. Um, so even though he joined, yeah, how did he get that? Like at Reggie of what? I, I don't know. I wonder if it was someone else and they paid some big money for it. Um, I'm sure he's got big money to pay for it. So, uh, anyway, um, that's pretty much it for episode 172. It's in the books. Um, but thanks guys for, uh, for joining us today. Thanks Hassan, especially for, uh, for joining us for another podcast. Uh, be sure to check out Hudson's stuff um, on YouTube. His, his channel's blowing up, and uh, he's he's ready to he's leave, he's left us in behind. So, so long ago. No, no. <laughs> it's always a pleasure coming back and talking with you guys. And we're getting so close to that uh, ten year anniversary in September. So it's pretty crazy. It is. It is. I was. I was looking back. Uh, actually, when we talking to Charmy about the the forums and everything, it got me to kind of reminisce about stuff and everything, and I started looking back as well. So it's been it's been a cool run for sure. But anyway, like I said, that's uh, that's it for episode one seventy two. Thanks uh, for everybody for joining us. Thanks for joining us in the chat, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Have a great one. Bye. See you guys later.